What's up, y'all? Today we have with us Brandon Harrison. Brandon is a multi-hyphenate from Prince George's County, Maryland. It wasn't long after being hired for his first office job that he realized sitting at a desk from nine to five wasn't it. To pass the time, he began writing short stories and sharing them with his coworkers, family, and friends. In 2011, Brandon produced an adult short series called Now I Know My ABCs. Many readers commented that his writing was so vivid they could see the action play out as they read along. That feedback sparked his interest in television production. In 2014, Brandon wrote and directed his first web series, DC Yuppies, a scripted comedy drama on the lives and relationships of young urban professionals in the nation's capital. After two successful seasons, he switched his focus to bad web series, an overacted and underproduced parody of the black drama genre. Today, Brandon can be heard on the His Mama, Her Son podcast, where he and his mom team up to discuss life, entertainment, and current events. Everyone welcome Brandon Harrison. Hello, Brandon. Hey, Renee, how you doing? I'm doing very well. Thank you so much for joining me today. No problem, thanks for I'm having me. I'm excited to have you. Me and Brandon went to college together. Go to you. you. <laughs> people probably like where's to you exactly they're from Maryland they don't know. No, just I didn't know they know about us somewhere <laughs> so as always I like to start off by playing a little game so that the people can get to know the guests a little bit more okay. and it's called people people want to know okay right. so the people want to know Brandon if you could hear any song for the first time what would that be? All right, so I have two. Okay. One is a gospel song, and my friends are probably looking at me like, gospel? Well, yeah, <laughs> I do like some gospel. So it would be Stephen Heard, Revelations 19.1. The first time I heard it, like, okay. I played it a couple of times. I was like, wow, I listened to, like, the choir and how everybody's blending. I really loved it, so I would play that one. Okay. And then I'm going to take it back. I like Prince, the beautiful ones. Ooh. I'll sing it at karaoke. I'll play it over in the car. Somebody calls me, I gotta stop and I'm not listening to what they have to say and I gotta play the song over again because <laughs> you interrupted it. Yeah. yeah. So that's my song. That's those are original. I think I don't think I'm ever gonna get those again. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I like those. And I I'm gonna have to look up the first one. I feel like that's one of those songs that if I know it, if I hear it, I'll know it. Yeah. But I don't I'm not familiar with the artist. So I'm gonna have to look that one up. Yeah, it's a good one. Okay. All right. So you're into TV production and web series. So what is your what are your favorite TV shows of all time? I'm a big comedy fan, so I wrote a few down. Um, the Simpsons, of course. People okay. say like around like the ninth season, it kind of got dumb. But I've been watching The Simpsons. I'm whatever 33 years in, mm -hmm. and even though they're not all as funny, I still love The Simpsons. I always go back to The Simpsons. But um, more recently, I've gotten into Family Guy. I still like Family Guy. I like irreverent comedy. I like when people like aren't afraid to say things that you wouldn't normally say. So Family Guy, um, Modern Family, because I like that whole mockumentary style. Yeah. I don't think too many people started doing that until they did it. Mm -hmm. um, this is us. Every episode it draws you in, like the storyline. It's like something, it all connects. And I like that. Um, Grey's Anatomy is another one. I really, I'm really into hospital dramas. I used to like ER with my grandmother. Yeah. And I just, now that Grey's Anatomy is here, it's kind of like a reinvention of that. Yeah. Um, and then all the old um, Fox 90 shows like Martin Living Single, I feel like all of those are kind of what shaped me and got me into going into, you know, TV writing now. I love that. I love that. All of those shows are long lasting shows, which mm -hmm. proves that they, you know, the longevity proves that they were good shows, yeah, <laughs> good quality, exactly. quality TV. And you have like your animated comedies all the way to your This Is Us drama. So right. 
that's a good combination there. And Martin, of course, Martin is a <laughs> a different world. Those are yeah. my, my types. Um, what shows are you watching right now? Okay, I'm gonna try to rattle them all. Um, Abbott Elementary is a, a quick favorite one of mine. That is my jam. I love it, yeah. Um, Euphoria, which is on the opposite end of school, but mm -hmm. I like that one. Um, Snowfall, I still okay. watch the MTV challenges with the real world, real world type of thing. Um, bigger, because it kind of fits like the kind of writing style I want to go into. Um, the Equalizer okay. uh, with Queen Latifah. Curb Your Enthusiasm is another comedy I like where you can just make a show about nothing and everybody can relate to it. Yeah. Um, still watching Grace, still watching uh, Family Guy. Um, Insecure was a big one. Um, the Wonder Years, I like the, the oh reboot. Good. Yeah. yeah it it kind of reminds me of Everybody Hates Chris, but it's still different enough that it feels like a different show. Yeah. And um, Power. The, I like the original Power, but I also like the, um, the spinoff Ghost. I haven't started Kanan and um, Force yet, but I really I like Ghost. You've thrown in some that everybody watches that I haven't watched that I feel like I need to okay. like hop on the bandwagon. I haven't watched Power. Well, I've watched maybe one or two episodes. I haven't watched um, Snowfall and I hear great things about it. That's good. Yeah. I need to, I'm, I'm a comedy person too. And I'm like, I have to be in the mindset to watch them type of shows. I feel you. I get it. Yeah. You know, I like to feel good. I like to laugh. But yeah. I mean, I hear that it's quality TV. So maybe I need yeah. to check it out. Good, good. I love it. I love it. So now we get to know you a little bit better we're gonna hop into these questions and get to the right. interview okay oh um you mentioned in your bio that you started by writing short stories mm -hmm. has writing always been a passion for you or is that a newfound hobby i didn't really think it was a passion but when i think about you know growing up i used to be you know over my dad's house over my grandmother's and i would use her computer to write stories. And I didn't know that that would be something that I would, you know, do later in life. It was just as a kid, I would just, you know, think of like my five friends and I would put us as the Power Rangers or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I would write scripts about us and I would like read it later. But I never thought that, you know, as an eight-year-old that, you know, later in life that this would be something that would come back up. But yeah, I guess, I guess it did start that early. I love it. I'm trying to do the math. I'm like, eight, you had a computer at eight? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had look we I remember like middle school we got that big old box computer with the, I say the big box yeah yes, the oh. AOL hookup mm -hmm. that was it <laughs> cool cool so what excites you most about storytelling uh so uh, I guess just being able to put words on the paper and people relating to what you have to say or enjoying what you have to say that that means a lot to me that you know somebody took the time like I have a script and they're like, I want to see what you what you've written next. Or if you have a new project, a new you know web series, I want to see it. I want to I can't wait to see how it all plays out. So that kind of excites me. And it makes me you know, when I know people are looking for, you know, the next project, it makes me want to get back out there and start working on the next thing right away, whether it's a, a, a whole series or just a, like a, a YouTube or Instagram skit just to, you know, keep the creative flow going. But yeah, that really excites me when people enjoy, you know, what I do. Yeah. So what was that transition like for you going from writing these short stories and sharing them with your coworkers to now you're producing these web series? Like, was that all information you had to go out and find out on your own? Did you know anyone else who was producing shows? Like, what was that process like? In the beginning, yeah, I was I was kind of by myself. Um, I did go reach back to a friend I've known or somebody I've known, for, um, you know, earlier, but 
after that, after that initial meeting, then I started, you know, researching. I had to figure out how to structure a script. Um, I had to figure out how to manage a cast, how to manage a crew, because that was all something you don't have to do when you're doing, you know, a book. It's just you write it, you edit it, and then you send it off. But now you have all these parts that you have to manage. And it was funny because I always wanted to write. I never wanted to direct. I never wanted to be a producer. But when you're working on indie films, you know, your budget is kind of small. So <laughs> and a director and a producer is going to eat into your budget. So yeah. I quickly learned, you know, if I want to keep that and give it to the cast or, you know, put it into um, props, you know, I have to figure out how I'm going to learn how to do this. So, yeah, it was a, it was a learning experience in the beginning and I'm still learning. Yeah, yeah, I bet. So let's journey into the web series. The first one for you was DC Yuppies, correct? Mm -hmm. Where did that concept come from? And like, what what was the brainchild behind that? So I think of DC Yuppies as kind of like a spinoff of myself. Um, not necessarily anything that I've gone through, but the, the friends that I had, we were all in our 20s at the time fresh out of college, you know, maybe a few years of work experience. I was trying to figure out life and relationships and friendships. And I felt like it was relatable, but I didn't want it to be so much about, you know, just working. I wanted it to be about the actual relationships and that tight knit group and how, you know, we go to happy hours. There may be some tension here and there between the group. And how does that play out on, on camera? And I wanted people to be able to, re to relate to it. I wanted you know, people that were in their 20s to be able to relate. I wanted people that were older than, you know, 30 or so to say, I've been there. And, you know, in the in the grand scheme of things, all the small stuff doesn't matter. But, you know, as you're going through it in your 20s, you have to watch it play out. So I wanted everybody to kind of feel it. And then I wanted people that were younger than us to say, I want to be those people when they get older. So that was that was my reasoning behind it. Yeah, because when I when I think about shows that we talked about at the top of the show that we still love, Living Single and... Right. You know, Martin, even I feel like we were kids at that time, but we were like looked up to them like, man, they're so cool. You know, they're in their 20s, they're going places and they're doing they're working and they're doing all these things. And I feel like that's the reason why we still I feel like now, now that we had those experiences, why we still love those shows today, you know, yeah. it, it's so realistic and it's so much and it, and it shows, you know, especially at that time, you know, there weren't a lot of shows that displayed black people just living their lives, you know, yeah, like it exactly. wasn't just, you know, us in the hood or like, you know, ducking bullets, like right. people just going to work and <laughs> fall in love and, you know, yeah. just doing the regular things that regular people do and exactly. showing us in that light. And that's what, one of the reasons why I think um, it's so important to continue to make those type of shows mm -hmm. because the next generation needs that. And the next right. generation needs that to show that we are human. <laughs> Exactly. And we live life just like everybody else. Mm -hmm. um, so let's fast forward to now bad web bad web series, which mm -hmm. I think is a genius idea. I love the idea of mm -hmm. you know just kind of making fun of these these bad web series that have poor production quality and you know <laughs> poor acting, um, but it still is is shot very well and it still comes comes across very well because it's great mm -hmm. writing. Just baby, I'm sorry. I know what you saw me. I look funny, but believe me. I would never do anything to jeopardize what I love you and only you. Lucky I'm on my way to see Jess and Latavia right now. Can you tell Jess to call me then? 
So what inspired that web series? I was finishing up DC Yuppies and I was thinking about, you know, all the things that happen behind the scenes that nobody else sees. All you all see is, you know, what's on camera, what we post. So I was thinking, you know, there were times where people would forget, you know, we're shooting, uh, you know, a, a second part of a scene and you need to wear that same outfit from yesterday and they show up in different clothes. And it's like, how are we going to write this <laughs> into the script? What happened? Or, um, Maybe somebody didn't show up that day and now we have to write them out on the spot. So I was like, this is a show behind the show. So how can we incorporate that and put it on camera so people can kind of get an idea of, you know, what happens in production? So that was where the idea came from. And um, one of my friends, uh, co-creator, shout out to Ronald, he and uh, I just was sitting there and I just said, hey, you want to write a web series with me? And he really was like, OK. And we just started <laughs> writing from there. And that's how it came about. And now here we are three seasons later. That's so dope. And you're still creating. That's There's a new series coming or a new episode coming? Yeah, there's um, season three. We actually finished it. Um, it'll be on Quelly TV, which is like a Black streaming service. Oh, awesome. So they, thanks. They have seasons one and two right now, and they're um, getting ready to push season three coming soon. But yeah. Yes. Congrats. That is so awesome. That's such a dope idea. Like, first of all, people don't necessarily understand what goes into a big budget show, mm -hmm. but then what goes into, you know, a, a smaller budget, independent yeah. uh, web series, like you said, actors might not show up, you know, yeah. <laughs> you don't have those big budgets or those big contracts, they might, you know, just aren't, there isn't always the same commitment, or they might have a nine to five they got to go to, or they exactly. can't show up, you know, yeah. so there's so much that goes on behind the scenes that, man, we've, the, the viewers take for granted so yeah. putting that you know out there for people to see makes you kind of look you know just in the time that I've done like little background stuff I, I look at tv so much differently now I'm looking at the background I'm looking at you know costumes and lighting because you get that experience so a lot of the time people who are just watching mm -hmm. don't think about those things so that helps them to do that and, and get a everybody wants the inside peek right like everybody yeah. wants the exclusive so yeah, I definitely call it the web series for web series creators, because I think like if everybody has ever written one or starred in one, you under, you're definitely going to understand it. And if you're just, you know, regular audience, you'll just laugh at it because you've seen like things happen on TV and you're like, that wasn't supposed to be there. Right, so, right. Yeah. Oh my God, I noticed that so much more now. I was watching an old <laughs> episode of A Different World mm -hmm. and one of the characters was on the steps and they like moved it and like so quickly he was in a whole nother part of the room I'm like, what did he fly like oh, yeah, yeah. there's no way exactly there's no way possible for him to be that, that but editing sometimes doesn't catch those things yeah and i think that's one of the things like when you talk about like it's for people who create web series one of the things that is so special about comedy is it just makes fun of real life like like mm -hmm. people the comedy that sticks is is comedy that is the most realistic, the stuff that people have just been through. It's just like, yeah. oh, I can laugh at that because I've been through that. Um, what what makes you gravitate towards comedy? And are there any other genres that you see yourself ever dibbling and dabbling in? Mm -hmm. So comedy for me seems easier because I, I do enjoy a good comedy. Like I said, I enjoy like Family Guy, The Simpsons and those are my shows. I, I mean, I, you heard from my list. I do like a few dramas, but I'm more of a comedy guy. So it's easy for me to stick to what I know. Right. Um, when I think about DC Yuppies, um, that was kind of like a dramedy. So I, I had some, some laughing moments in there, but 
I wanted it to be dramatic. I wanted people to, you know, feel for these characters. And I felt like you could feel when I give them, you know, some, some conflict and um, maybe wrap some comedy around it. So there may be some more drama coming, you know, in, in future shows or future series, but um, comedy, I feel, is my strong suit. So I try to play up to that. Okay. And what is your creative process or your writing process? What do you, where do you go to to get your inspiration? I can write anywhere, really. Um, sometimes an idea will come while I'm walking the dog and I'm like, oh, let me take out my phone and put this down before I forget it. Yeah. Um, but I like to write in, on the couch or like people say, I, mean, I can't write, I'll be distracted. And maybe that's true. Maybe if I sat in the office and typed up more, maybe I could write a little bit more. But I like to be comfortable. So I'll write on the couch. I can write in the bed. Um, I'll get up. Sometimes I'll take a, like, I'll go to sleep from like nine to 11. I'll wake up at 11 at night and I'll write until like three in the morning just because that's the time that I have. Otherwise, I'm at work. So, you know, I'll do it, you know, late at night. Um, some people say they should outline. I probably should outline a little bit more so I can, you know, say the story starts at A and it ends at Z. Um, but sometimes I like to, I like to freestyle. So I'll start writing just, you know, to see where it goes. And if it makes sense, keep going. If not, then I'll take a break and, you know, I'll write it out and say, where do I want the story to end? But for the most part, I kind of freestyle. And, you know, as long as it makes sense and it keeps making sense, I'll keep going. But otherwise, um, you know, I'll take a step back and say, okay, let's, let's put some plot lines here. But, um, yeah, just, I, I like to freestyle. I love that you mentioned kind of like your schedule, like I might take a nap here, I'll wake up <laughs> and work yeah. from 11 to three. Cause a lot of people, and that's kind of the purpose of Name A Better Duo is to just show people the unique ways that you can follow your passion and mm -hmm. pursue the thing that you really, you know, want to pursue or your purpose rather. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like a lot of the time people are discouraged because, mm -hmm. you know, they might be working a job that they're not passionate about or you know and feel like they don't have the time to commit to what they really want to do and when you really are passionate about something and when it's something that is more of like something that you're just drawn to in that way you'll make the time exactly you know, you'll make the time and you know another thing that can be discouraging is when you're getting into something that isn't producing mm -hmm. the, the money yet you know yeah, yeah. and it's like again when it when it's something that you really enjoy doing that's not really the focus. It's like, I got to get, especially something creative. It's like something I've got to get out, you know? Yeah. And, and the, the benefit of seeing the, the fruit of your labor is just so much, it's so fulfilling, right? Yeah. Like when you're actually watching it on YouTube or yeah. you know, like seeing other people respond to your hard work, yeah. and the fulfillment, that's the reward, you know? And, you know, of course we want to get them checks too. And, and yeah. that will come. <laughs> Um, but just the fact that you're, you know, willing to put in the time mm -hmm. while you're still grinding is everything, you know. And a big part of that is, you know, having the support system behind you, having that family member yeah. or family members and those friends that are backing you along the way that are like, we know, like, you know, like you said, the money with the, the passion projects aren't happening right now. But if you need somebody to do the makeup, I got you. If you need actors or you need like background work, I got you. Um, if you just need somebody to talk to, you know, you're not feeling it today, but you don't, you don't want to quit, but you need somebody to just keep pushing you, you know, they're, they're there. So I have to shout out, you know, all the actors, actresses, cast and crew from DC Yuppies to Bad Web Series to His Mama, Her Son, all of that stuff. I want to say thank you to everybody that, you know, continues to support and continues to keep me lifted, even when, you know, I'm behind the scenes frustrated and wondering when that big break is going to come. You know, I want to thank everybody that keeps, keeps me uplifted. 
Yeah, it's so important to find your team. Like, I feel like so, you know, not everyone is going to have a family who supports, you know, something creative like this. They're like, just get your check, work a, a real job and get whatever. But to, even if you don't have that, find the, the people who do support you, you know, find people who are out here like creative as well that want to, you know, create with you, you know, and that was one of the questions I was going to ask next, next is, how do you cash for your projects? How does that work? Are you like relying on friends or how does that work? For DC Yuppies, I did a casting call. Um, I did different casting websites. I did um, some casting groups on Facebook, but for bad web series, there were people that were a part of DC Yuppies that I was like, I want to bring you to the next project. And then there were just a few other people that I said, you know, we're not going to do uh, an official casting call, but I feel like if you still, if you still want to be a part of this, I feel like you're a very animated person. You can really bring out the role. Um, so go ahead. I, I think I'll give you a shot. And if you got it, you got it. And that's that's kind of how we did for Bad Web Series. We didn't do anything official, but um, it really feels like everybody just gelled really well together. We can we can have fun on camera and off camera. So yeah, I, I think you just kind of know. You, you yeah, kind of feel yeah. it. And it's been successful because everyone on the show is hilarious. Like Thank it's you. so funny. Um, are the and they're not trained or some of them trained or they're just people that you're like you would do good good in this role and they come and some are trained. Um, so the guy that plays Tony uh, Alonzo, he I think is a performing arts major. Okay. Um, Karen, who plays Shay, is an actress. And then everyone else um, just had an interest in acting or had that natural ability. Shout out to my mom, because she's always going to say, you never mentioned me. My mom <laughs> is Mrs. Hughes from DC Yuppies, and she's Sassy Black Mama on Bad Web Series. Okay. Hey, Tay. Baby, it's Mama. I just came back from the doctor, and he told me I got it. And I just wanted you to be the first to know. Ma'am, your total is 763. Please drive around. Damn, don't you see I'm on the phone? Just make sure them fries is hot, hot. Okay, Tay, I was lying earlier, but please call your sassy black mama back. I should have never let Christian come between us. That fool played me better than Alfred Woodard plays a crackhead mama. And that's pretty much like if you ever watch any show that has Jennifer Lewis or Monique or any Lisa, uh, what's her name, Jack A. Harry from yeah. Sister Sister, they always have that sassy black in your business, gossipy, I'm going to tell you like it is, mom. So I was like, let's just do a play on that. And that was my mom. Which is yeah. just kind of playing herself. Right, right. Oh, that's so cool. And I was gonna bring up next the podcast that you have with your mom, his mama, her son. Yeah. Um, and it seems like that is her personality, fun, bubbly, yeah. you know. Um, uh, what is it like working with your mom? It's great. Um, again, she lets me, you know, use her house for different sets. So when we do the different shows and I need another house, I need another living room, she's like, okay. So it, it, it works out because she's always going to support me as long as, you know, I'm doing the right thing. Yeah. Um, she didn't even know what a podcast was when we did podcasting, <laughs> but she was like, I I, I can talk. Right. <laughs> so we put a mic in front of her and she just goes for it. So she's enjoying it. We're, I think, 113 or so episodes in. Oh, wow. Yeah, she's, she's been enjoying it. She wants to do one with like another woman her age so they can do like their own mother talk and all that stuff. So I was like, okay. So she's branching off now. Yeah, she right, she's a star. Skill set she didn't even know she had. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. I love how we can see because I I tell my dad all the time like you need to be on TV. Mm -hmm. I love how we can see because we you know are doing mm -hmm. it ourselves and in other people like you yeah. can do this. You've yeah, yeah. got a natural talent just to mm -hmm. 
you got the gift of gab you need to get on here and talk, okay exactly. <laughs> i love that i love that so where do you see yourself and you know be creative productions going in the next five years i'm definitely still in the web series circuit Mm-hmm. Um, I want to continue to make my rounds because I feel like that's the way that, you know, people get attention on, you know, indie projects yeah. so or get their eyes on it. So I want to continue to focus on that. Um, I want the podcasting to get to expand. And I know that's only going to happen by word of mouth. So I want to continue, you know, my mom and I, and you know, our friends and family pushing the podcast to see how big it can get. Mm-hmm. I'm not expecting success overnight. And I know we've been at this for a few years, mm-hmm. but I mean, I, I know it takes time to grow and, you know, we got to make ourselves stand out amongst everyone else. The mom and son thing is, you know, a unique thing, but we got to yeah. see what else can we bring. So just keep pushing. Um, also want to get into a writer's fellowship because I hear, you know, those are really big and, you know, people that come from those usually go on to be staffed and, you know, network television and cable. So, um, you know, it's been a lot of no's and those have been hard to take, but you can't let one no or two no's or 50 no's, you know, mean that's the end if it's something you're really passionate about. So, um, you know, in five years, I'm hoping, you know, that that'll be the time within that five-year time span that I do get into, you know, the fellowship program and we'll see what happens from there. That's dope. That's so dope. I think that is what separates those who are successful from those who aren't in this industry is the pushing through, pushing mm-hmm. past the nose yeah. and just come continually. I think now a lot of people, we're seeing a lot of people, you know, win by just creating their own like you are. You mm-hmm. know, we see like the Issa Rays right. and Kevin on stage and all these people who are just like producing their own content. They're like, I, you know, kept hearing no. Well, nothing's going to stop me from doing what I want to do. And yeah. I think that you're doing that. And that's just a, um, a encouragement for people now who are trying to break into this industry is like start producing your own content most actors you see now are people who have been acting for a while are breaking into directing and they're breaking into producing and it's like it's inevitable I feel like almost in a way so why not go ahead and get started now find your team find the people who are going to support you in this and and just put it up just do it we don't have excuses anymore we have too many resources now not stuff on the phone like yeah. there's no reason to, to wait for a camera. You can do it on the iPhone. Yeah. And honestly, bad web series was all shot on iPhones. Shut up. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yep. Wow. That's encouraging. Cause I think that's another thing that, that holds people back is money. You know, yeah. like I don't have the, the money for the expensive equipment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you got an iPhone that you type on every day. Exactly. <laughs> it's a great camera. Try mm-hmm. it out, you know. And, and, and just do it. Like, like you said, there's no excuses. Um, what other encouragement would you give to someone who is just looking to break? They have these creative, innovative ideas that they want to get out there. Like what would be some, some tools or some, some first steps that they should do to get started? The first thing is to start, because I think I've heard a lot of people say, like, I want to do a show or I want to become an influencer or I want to do a blog, but I don't know where to start. And it's like, you got to start with that first post. You got to start with that first video. If you keep on saying, I have so many things in my head, but you got to get them out. So I think you have to start somewhere, pick that one. And it may not be the hit that you were thinking, or it may, it may go viral, but you won't know if you keep everything in your head. So I would say the first thing is just to start. 
Yeah, that's good. Mm -hmm. I think starting is so important and then consistency mm -hmm. because it can get discouraging when you're putting it out there and you're getting 10 views. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, you know, and and seeing all these other people and you're like, my content is better than theirs. And it's blown <laughs> yeah. up, you know, yeah. um, but it's the consistency. A lot of those people that you see blowing up have been doing it consistently over time. Mm -hmm. And that's the reason why finally something hit, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that is so, so key in anybody's success in any industry is consistency and just sticking to it, even in the, the low times and the slow times yeah. and, and choosing to just continue to put yourself out there and step out of your comfort zone. Cause like mm -hmm. you said, you had no, no experience or desire to direct or right. do those other things, but you did what you had to do. And, yeah. and now look, you know, you're on a, a streaming network. So that that right there is a uh, encouragement i feel like for people to just do it thank you yeah do it i love it i love it this has been a great conversation um anything that you're working on that you want to keep us updated about let us know your social media handles and where we can find you mm -hmm. so again bad web series season three is coming out um you can watch it on quellytv.com coming soon. If you haven't watched the first two seasons, you can get caught up on it there. Um, DC Yuppies is still on YouTube, so you can you know watch seasons one and two. Um, Instagram at be creative. That's B E C R E the number eight I V E underscore. Um, you can also follow his mom or her son. That's the podcast at HMHS Podcast. We're on all major streaming platforms. Um, so you can find us on there, pick up from this week's episode or any of the past 100 or so, um, just, you know, check us out. And for me, it's just Brandon Harrison and on, uh, what else? Twitter at be creative, same thing, be creative underscore. Yes. And look out for Brandon's mama's podcast coming soon. <laughs> yeah, she, she's serious. <laughs> it's coming soon. Thank you so much again, Brandon. This has been a great conversation. I know the people learned a lot and I just want to encourage people. That's one of the, again, one of the reasons that we're here is to encourage people to step out of the box, mm -hmm. try something unconventional. If it's something that you're, you're feeling drawn towards, just go after it. Mm -hmm. Don't wait until tomorrow. Start yeah. now. Um, as always, I am your host, Renee Nicole. Thank you for watching. Name a better duo. Go follow Brandon all he's doing. Go catch up on all the shows. It's so, yeah. so good. Thank you. Thank right. you.